All right, everybody, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast, episode 260. We are at uh, Wednesday, October 27th. We've got the Halloween week. we got the end of the month for all of us and a quarter for some of us, uh, not me, but excited to get into today's show. Uh, we got a solo episode, so I'm going to tell you about the five ways that you can treat yourself like the CEO of your territory of your own sales business and how that's going to help you in your career. Um, before we get to that, let's give a quick shout out. If you're not already hitting me up and following me on LinkedIn, that's the best place to do it. Tom Alemo. I'm Tommy Tahoe on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, give me a subscribe here, uh, wherever you're listening to this. If it's Apple, if it's Spotify, if it's YouTube, that's what really helps grow this show is to subscribe and give a review if you're on Apple. Uh, I would be forever uh, grateful if you were able to do that. It should take you 30 seconds. It really helped me out. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Postal.io, the OG sponsor of this podcast. Uh, Postal helps you create meaningful experiences with your customers. Um, essentially, you could send gifts, uh, very customized gifts to prospects and customers, right? So it could be from the local brewery or the local florist or whatever it might be. And in the world where we're all remote and not really seeing customers in person, most of us, it's a great way to cut through the noise and build relationships virtually rather than uh, you know, going out to a steak dinner, which I miss admittedly, but Postal is a great substitute for that in the meantime and anytime. So give them a check out, hit me up on social. With that said, let's get into today's episode. Let's get into today's content. So um, one of the biggest differentiators that I see between good and great reps is that great reps have a mentality that they're the CEO of their own business. And a good rep sees themselves as a salesperson, right? And a bad rep sees himself as something even less than that, you know, someone that's just kind of getting by on the day to day. And when you really see yourself as the CEO of your own business and you care about it to that level and you think about it at that level, you do a few things differently. And here are five ways that you do it differently. The first is that you take extreme ownership over everything. If you have not read the book, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink, that's your first mission after this episode. Um, but there are so many things that can happen in a sales territory and in, a, in life, but in business, there's so many things that happen. Some are in your control and some are not, admittedly. And it's so easy to pass the buck. It's so easy to say, the SDR didn't give me enough leads. It's so easy to say marketing sucks. It's so easy to say customer success blew it on the handoff. It's so easy to say, I have the worst territory. I couldn't get out to see him. COVID, I'm working from home, this, that, and the third. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's on you to hit your number, to achieve your number, to hit your goals, right? Because if you don't hit it, that's not helping you out. You know what I mean? If you're not hitting your numbers, then you're not going to get the promotion. You're not going to get the raise. You're not going to go on to bigger and better things. And so it very well could be true that your manager sucks or that your SDR sucks or that your product isn't very good or whatever it might be. All those things might be true, but it doesn't matter. You need to hold the accountability and ownership over all of that in order to get to the next level. So that's number one. Number two, you got to know your numbers. Um, forecasting. If you're in the world of SaaS, like I am, you're forecasting, you probably have a 10 a.m. meeting every Monday, like I do, where you're going through 
what your numbers are for the week and for the month and for the quarter and for the year. And give me particular deals that get called out. And most reps know some of their deals, they're shaky on it. They can get pushed into committing. They can get pushed into saying that the deal's not coming in. They don't really know what's going on. So the most power that you can have is coming into that conversation fully aware of all of the pros and cons to every deal. You know why it's coming in. You know why it's not coming in. You know where the gaps are. You know how you're working to fill in those gaps. And you're proactively bringing that up to your director or your VP or whoever's on that line. And the more accurately you can forecast and the more accurately you know that business, the better that you can do and the more professional that you look, the more trust you're going to get from upper leadership. So that's the second thing. Always know your numbers. That applies to um, the different metrics that you're being held to. If it's pipeline, if it's calls, emails, whatever it is, you want to know what those numbers are and you want to be exceeding them. The third thing, leverage your team. Richard Branson said that his greatest skill was delegation. And this is coming from one of the greatest entrepreneurs of all time, certainly of our age. Um, and most reps, if you're, if you're at a very small startup, you're the first rep, you might not have a ton of resources, but even then you probably do. You probably have access to the CEO or the head of product. But in, in almost every scenario, reps have access to sales development. You have access to maybe enablement, customer success, sales engineering, leadership, uh, C-suite, product team, Every sale is different. Every team's different. But selling is really a team sport. And the best people know how to leverage their team. One, because you can't do it all, right? You're probably really good at certain parts of the sales process, but you might not be super technical. You might not know the customer success process. You might not you know, be the best prospect or whatever it might be. Try to have the self-awareness to know what you're great at and what you're not great at and try to delegate elsewhere. The other thing is just time management, right? If you want to do all of these things, you want to do them all amazingly, you can do them, but it might take you 70 hours a week. And how you take that 70 down to 40 and still hit your numbers, you encourage and you, uh, you know, enable the people around you to help you do your job and you motivate them to do so. And so part of that is just knowing who's going to help you out and doing it. The other part is, you know, kind of incentivizing them, right? So there's, you can build relationships with these people. You always want to make sure you're saying please and thanks, which sounds small, but is very important. I send little gifts to people when they help me out, maybe at the end of the quarter, if someone really helped me out with a deal, send them a gift card or something like that, maybe a bottle of wine or beer or something. Uh, if I know that they're into that, it's, it's great to make those internal champions really happy and, and want to work with you. So the next time you call their number, they want to pick up, they want to be helpful, they want to get to action. So that's the third piece. Number four, send a weekly update to your leadership team. Sometimes you have to do this, sometimes you don't have to do this, depending on where you work. I don't have to do that where I work right now. I choose to do it every Sunday night or Monday morning to send an update to my boss and my boss's boss. What's on that, what's on that update? I have my numbers broken out where I'm at to the quarter versus quota, the year for the quota. Uh, any other goals? Like right now, Presence Club, which for us, you got to be 130% for the year. So I have that all broken out. And then I have, here's what's happening this week. Here are my top goals. Here are my big meetings. Here are the deals that, I, uh, that I'm committing that are going to come in. And then here's last week. Here's what I did. Um, you know, here were the, the 
deals that closed. Here are the new pipeline opportunities that I opened up. And here are the personal development areas that I'm working on. So if you're trying to get to the next level of a promotion or something like that, how are you preparing? Are you reading books? Are you mentoring people on your team? Are you connecting with other people? Line all of that out. And so that they know it's, it's just like, if you're a CEO, you're sending that, e, you know, a, an update email to the board or to your investors to make sure that they feel comfortable and confident that things are happening, especially in a remote world where you're not in the sales pit and they can't see you making dials and they can't see you with your energy every single day. You have to find new ways to let them know and get be proactively let leadership know how much you care and what you're doing and all the good stuff that's happening because most of it will go unnoticed unless you advocate for yourself. The fifth thing and the last thing is test and learn. Every quarter, you should be trying a new tactic, maybe every month, right? And A, B, test it. So it could be as simple as I'm going to try using video in my prospecting, right? Or I'm going to try doing LinkedIn voicemails in my prospecting, or I'm going to try these two different pricing slides for my negotiation, for my proposals, whatever it might be, try new things, test it. And if it works, double down on it. If it doesn't, then ditch it. Um, the, the best reps that I know, they are not doing the same thing that they did a year ago or six months ago or three years ago, right? They're constantly iterating. They're constantly getting better. And the only way to do that is to test new things and take what works and leave what doesn't. So you don't want to be the rep that is the fourth rep to try to do that one thing, right? And it's getting all the good stuff's getting passed down to you. You want to be the person that's innovative. And if something that you're doing that is unique hits, you share that with the team, you share it with your manager, you share it with anyone that'll listen. And all of a sudden you got gets, people start to see you as a leader of that team because you're trying new things and you're innovating and you're helping them out. So yeah, you need to hit your numbers. You need to hit your activity metrics, but this is the mindset, the mindset shift that can be a career differentiator. So that's my challenge for all, for all of you this week is to treat yourself like you're the CEO of that business versus just a sales rep. And I think these tactics will help, but it's really the mindset shift. It's really what happens between your ears. That's going to be the big difference. So that's what I got for today. Going to come back next week, next month with some new content, some great interviews coming up in November. Until then, peace, get after it. What's up, everybody? Thanks for checking out that podcast. Uh, would love if you took 22 seconds and hit subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this, uh, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, your favorite podcast player. And be sure to check out some of my content on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm Tom Alamo. And on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Tommy Tahoe. Have a great day. Make it legendary. Peace.